Hello Knockouts, Tanya TKO here, and tonight we have a little bit of an exploratory video. As you see here to my right, there is a guy on the screen. Um, This whole situation is so disturbing and so sad. He, well, he is a passport bro, but he won't be for much longer because the Chinese are going to lay fire upon your ass and light him up with bullets because they got firing squads out there. They're going to light him up with bullets. Because he went over into these people's country acting the doggone fool. And they, you know, we're, we're going to go into all details as well as play additional video um, story time from a young lady. Let me just get the... um. Welcome in. Welcome in. I'm going to get the text out. I'm getting the, the link right now. Let me just get the thumbnail updated. But this is a sad, sad situation. Sad, sad situation indeed. Because you know what? I thought that these men were going over there in earnest to find relationships. But it seems as if it's something much more sinister than that. It seems as if they are using stereotypes and also going to targeting people in countries where they don't have good laws to protect the young ladies. So here, let me, um, we're going to, oh wait, darn it, that's the wrong area. Sorry, I got to get the link in the right area. And there we go. All right, text notification squad, your text is on the way. Say congrats to the, there's over 870, over 817 people in the text notification squad right now. So I'm happy about that. So if you want to join the text notification squad, go to tanyatko.com forward slash text. All right, I just got that out. Let me go ahead and do www. You know what? I'll do it after we go live on all of the platforms. So we got the text out. So let's go ahead and go live. My, oh my, this is just terrible. Just terrible indeed. All right. All right. We are live on Twitch. We're live on Twitter. We're live on Facebook. We're live on LinkedIn. And of course, you know, we are live on YouTube. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome in. I am your host, Tanya TKO. I am a self-love specialist from TanyaTKO.com. I help you learn how to love yourselves and one another. Tonight, we're talking about the Passport Bros again. I want to give a shout out to Whisper In Your Ear on... Um, I'll, I'll give her correct name once I pull it up. But I want to give a shout out to her for letting me know about this story because I didn't know. And thank you to all of the people who were sending me stories on my website, tanyatko.com, for letting me know about the things that are... Sorry, this is so loud. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just redone the audio engine. It was all the way up. Welcome in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, so we're talking about the Passport Bros tonight, and I'm going to play a video for you all because I want you to see the video first, right? And then from there, I want to show you what it is that he did. So the name of the channel is Whisper In Your Ear, 
No, whisper. Yeah, whisper N. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Let me just put it up on the screen. Goodness, because people be doing their names any kind of how. So here is the name down at the bottom here. It is whisper, the letter N, and then your ear, 007, because she let me know about this story. So thank you to the people who do send me stories, right? I want to show you this video first because people keep talking about, oh, choose better, choose better, right? And I actually had to put a man to task today. I was like, you know what? Send me some of your friends that you know are better options, that are single, and, and let, me, let me talk to them. Send them to me so I can put them in my database. You know I'm a certified matchmaker, so yes. But you know, but the thing is when you ask them, they, 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 don't, they themselves don't, don't, don't have this plethora. So I want to show you, so this guy right here, first glance, what do you think about him? What do you think about his look? What do you think about the look in his eyes? What do you think about his face? What What do you think? What do you think? We're going to hear his... This is a... Uh, oh, my Lord. His name is Shadid Abdul-Mateen, right? And this is a video that he did to apply for a job in Asia. He wanted to be a teacher over there. As you know, I taught in Japan. Well, I, I went through the motions to teach in Japan. And I'm going to play a story time from you all about how Asian women are done by these passport bros. And then I'm going to tell you my own story. My own story about the way black men got down and how they did Japanese girls and what ended up happening before I left Japan. So, oh, a lot of people never heard of this, but this was big news in China. But I'm going to I'm going to show you. Listen, let's just get right into his video. Go ahead and tag somebody because we have the word death in the title. So, you know, the video is not going to really go far unless you tag somebody. Share this in your groups. If you have travel groups, if you have these if you're in these manosphere groups, share the video inside the group. Share this in, in, in your WhatsApp travel groups or whatnot that are talking about the passport bros because we're going to talk about the profile of the mentality of some of these men and how they are getting down, right? <laughs> Phlebotomy school, listen. Mm -mm. Congratulations. All right, let's go, let's go forward. Hello, my name is Shadi. I'm from Los Angeles, California, a city rich in culture diversity in a city that's definitely best for someone who's trying to be culturally competent like myself. Okay. So when you see this guy, well, you know what? I've seen a lot of Muslims with, um, with a darkened spot on their forehead from praying, putting their head down on the ground over and over. And his name is Shadid. So he could be Muslim. He could be praying. I don't know. But what are your thoughts from hearing his voice, looking at his mannerisms? If this guy asked you, if you saw this guy on a dating app and he asked you out on a date, would you go out on a date with him? If, if, if you would, I want you to go put up the number one. If you're neutral, put up the number two. And if you would not, go ahead and put up the number three. I want to see what you all have to say. Would you go out on a date with this guy? Yes is one, neutral is two, and no is three. And, and then tell me why. So somebody's saying he has pedo vibes. 
Somebody's already spooked. It screams, I want a white woman. He is the mark of the beast. <laughs> you all are so silly. Wait, my, my one little twitchy says, hell no. You... <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know what? Me personally, I will go out on a date with him. If he asked me out on a date, I might have to put on number two because. <laughs> but if you. <laughs> so, OK, I, if he asked me out on a date, I would have to talk to him on the phone because he doesn't look bad to me. He doesn't look bad to me. <laughs> Somebody says he looked demonic. <laughs> to me, <laughs> somebody, look, just because his teeth are horrible doesn't mean he's a bad person. I would give a number two. I would need to listen. I would need to talk to him on the phone, see him on FaceTime and see, right? But just from this video, I, you know what? He, I'm, I'm, I'm a sapiosexual, so I'm more interested in intelligence, right? So I, I can give leeway for the look if he is... <laughs> You all are saying crazy eyes. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get back to the video. Yeah, so he's a regular average looking dude. I don't personally see anything the matter with him, but he does have a kind of weirdness. But you know, I find that sometimes people who have a certain illness or whatever, they can be a little weird, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I want, you know, this makes me think because I once dated a guy. I was... I remember I was, I met him when I was in high school and he was a college student and he had diabetes. And so I, he had, he had weird vibes like this guy. And I always thought it was because he had diabetes, but now that I look back on it, what was a college student doing talking to a damn high schooler anyway? But I remember, but he actually even came to my house and everything, right? I remember, 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 but I also remember traversing into college when he was contacting me. But I've always thought that the weird vibes were because he was diabetic. But now that I, because you know what? I was thinking about this with a young woman's mind. But now that I think about it, there's, there's nothing about diabetes that'll make a person weird. But he was kind of weird like this dude right here. Now that I think about it. Let's let's get back to the, to the, to the story, right? We'll go all the way back so that you can hear his introduction because the volume was a little low in the beginning. So let's go. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Shadi. I'm from Los Angeles, California, a city rich in culture, diversity, and a city that's definitely best for someone who's trying to be culturally competent like myself. I graduated from Santa Monica High School. I also graduated from the University of Phoenix with the Bachelor's in Science and Human Service Management. I also graduated with an associate's degree, a minor in psychology. I also uh, am involved with uh, youth mentoring from ages 16, 15, 16 through young adult stages, sometimes elderly. So I've visited the uh, convalescent homes before just to talk to people, see how people are doing. Uh, I have great communication skills. I'm approachable. Uh, I'm diverse. I'm adaptable, uh, I'm courageous, I'm not shy. Uh, I like to communicate with people from all walks of life, regardless of their grade level, their educational level, 
uh, living in Southern California has made me this way. And I believe that I will be a successful instructor with these qualities. Uh, I also uh, like to cook. I like uh, to stay active, even though I need to shed a few pounds. <laughs> but as far as uh, being able to be qualified as an instructor, I believe that I, I have what it takes. And I believe I have the ability to be better. And uh, I like to listen. I like to hear what people say. And I'm looking forward to the challenge. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no. Something does seem a little off about him. I don't know what it is, though. I don't know what it is. But. Maybe, maybe this could be it. Maybe, maybe this could be it right here. Maybe this is what it is. Like off the bottom. This is him. So that video that he did was from nine years ago. This man was born in the 1960s, right? So this is this is him now. 2019. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. When did this happen? Let's see. 2022, right? 2022. This is him in court. We're going to read about what he did, right? We're going to read about what he did. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background. So here, so here. A U.S. citizen was sentenced to death by a Chinese court in April for intentional homicide of his girlfriend. He lost his appeal on Thursday. The High People's Court of East, Eastern China, Zhejiang Province, rejected the appeal of Shadid Abdul Mateen, who taught English at the Ningbo University of Technology. Shadid is a University of Phoenix graduate. I'm sorry, is that that online school with the with the with the bird, the white bird in the black background? Is that the online school? Lord of mercy. Oh my goodness. Okay. The High People's Court of Zhejiang Province found that the facts found by the Ningbo Intermediate People's Court were clear. The evidence was true and sufficient. The conviction was accurate, the sentence was appropriate, and the trial procedure was lawful. So it made the above ruling, reported CCTV. The court has forwarded the case to the Supreme People's Court for approval, which is the final step before Shadid's execution. Yes, he will be shot by firing squad. Oh, these Chinese people ain't playing. Listen to what it is that he did. Abdul Mateen was accused of stabbing a 21-year-old Chinese woman multiple times in the neck and face. He claimed the killing was because of a relationship dispute back on June 20, I'm sorry, June 14th, 2021. After a standard session of CCP interrogation, Abdul confessed to the murder, which he states happened because of a quote-unquote emotional dispute, relationship issues, and listen to this, listen to this. If you need to see this, put this on your TV so you can see it larger. 
Asians weren't doing what they were told. In reference to a line said by Chris Tucker's character in Rush Hour 2. That's going to be important because we're going to go back to these stereotypes later. Abdul Mateen and the 21-year-old engineering student Chen Shijun began dating in early 2019. Apparently, Abdul Mateen lied to Chen about being divorced and single, which wasn't the case. Around May 2021, Chen tried to break off the relationship several times. Abdul Mateen refused to let the relationship end and verbally threatened Chen to do what she was told, reports the Global Times. On June 14, 2021, Abdul Mateen met Chen at a bus stop near Ningbo. Later that night, he stabbed Chen and sliced her neck repeatedly until she lost the ability to resist. Infuriated that Chen wanted to end the relationship, Abdul Mateen then stabbed her in the face several more times, killing her. The People's Court made clear during Abdul Mateen's death sentence his motive was despicable and cruel. The court reminded the attendants that Abdul Mateen was guaranteed a proper defense, had access to an interpreter, consular visits, and other procedural rights in accordance with international law. Abdul will be executed. He will be executed by firing squad. He'll be executed by firing squad. Okay? So there's several other details, right? There's several other details that the Chinese are withholding. There's also a capital R word Right. So let me let me let me pull up. <clears throat> this was reported in the United States, but this didn't become big news over here. So this was him. There's some things that are a little bit fishy about this case. They claim he claims that they were dating, but he was a professor at her university. This man was born in the 1960s, which means that he was in his 50s trying to date a 21-year-old young lady, right, at the university in which he taught, right? So these are, these are, it says that he, um, it says he had a folding knife. It says her body was found in the bushes and that she was R-A-P-E-D, that she was capital R-worded, right? I'm going to show you something here. What you see on the screen right here are text messages from them, right? He's inviting her to go to some sort of summer villa or something like that, right? Summer vacation, go learn to cook four different vegetables and three different ways to cook chicken and maybe fish. Then we can have fun like this. Don't be scared. Just go learn. I will be living in, and then he gives an address in Chinese. Next semester, 45-minute drive, one hour, 45-minute subway. And then she says, that's great, right? So she's giving him the, okay, she's, that's great. Two sentences. This is what was found on her phone, right? And then he's like, why? 
And then she's, he's like, next semester, you come there on weekends and relax and cook. Does this sound like a romantic relationship to you? Are these romantic texts? Let me just tell you something else. Wikipedia did an article about this young lady called The Murder of Chen Shu Jen, right? I'm going to show you a picture of her. This is a... Where's the picture? This is a picture. These are her... This is, this is her family holding up a photograph of her, right? Her family is distraught. Let me tell you a little bit about what, what also happened. The university refused to give her parents the um the belongings of the student they pretended as if they lost them then when law enforcement got involved then they they started changing their story but the university also had been letting these male teachers get away with asking the female students what color their underwear was and saying that that's not a code of conduct it's just a difference in 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 cultures also the chinese government remember a few years ago the chinese government had blocked youtube or google was it right remember remember the chinese government is a communist government that censors and also controls their citizens they use the pand pan pandemic as a way to catalog catalog all of their people and give them apps on their phones to know where they were, who they came into contact with so that you know how, you know how Google maps works, right? Google maps doesn't work from some satellite looking down. Google maps works from your phones. It's able to estimate the number of phones that people have in a particular area to estimate how bad traffic is, right? So once they have these phones, they're able to, to be able to know who came into contact with whom, who came. This is why there are companies still to this day that are trying to block TikTok. There's so many people, and TikTok is a whole scam in and of itself. TikTok, and I, I, tried, I tried to go through the motions just to see what type of BS they were on. Um, I, they, they, they're asking for ID, your government ID, in order to pay you. They don't care about business, nothing. Because I'm paid by all of these platforms through my business account, business paperwork. But they want your, your home address. They want your government ID, your passport. And they don't even pay. They give you like $40 for a million views. Something very astronomical like that, right? So nonetheless, the Chinese government has been covering up different parts of the case. And they also have been deleting... Excuse me, they've been deleting videos and outrage. This is why a lot of people haven't heard about this. They delete the things that people have been talking about and raising up online because they said that it's not good for international affairs to discuss his nationality and his race. So they've been deleting a lot of it. They also deleted the details of the capital R word.
but they're saying her body was found in the bushes and there was sufficient evidence. So this is what I am reading, right? So there's a lot of things going on. The government and the schools, they do not protect the young ladies there because there's no reason why a professor should be asking his student the color of her dog one underwear. So I want to talk to you about the profile of a passport bro. The fact that these men are attempting to travel to countries where they feel that the women are more submissive, right? They want to travel to countries that the government has lax laws. We, we heard from the couple the other day, right? We heard from the couple, the Brazilian couple, where they talked about, you know, even though to us in the United States, those girls are preferences because they're mixed with the oppressor's DNA. They're kind of throwaways over there because of colorism and featureism and texturism and all of that. So you can be light skinned, but if you have the Negroid features with the wider nose and all of that, you're going to be considered lesser than. This is why. And I, and so let me tell you all this. It has been women who have led the charge in Brazil because the men consider the women to be like, eh. You know, whatever. You can have our scraps, right? But nonetheless, nonetheless, nonetheless. Oh. This story is just so disturbing. This story is so disturbing, right? This man was married and had a child and his wife left him, according to Wikipedia, right? His wife left him. Even she couldn't take it anymore. She couldn't take it. She, she, she had to get away from him, right? Here. This is him now. I want you to take a look at how he looks. Weathered by age. I just want you to imagine him holding a passport up in the camera like these men on TikTok. Gray in his beard, emaciated physically. He moved over to China to get access to these girls. He taught at a university to have access. You know, we talk about the profile of a of a of a pedal. And these pedals have to get into professions in which they have access to children in vulnerable positions. I'm going to play a video for you all, and then we'll talk a little bit more. We're going to play a story time, right? Because I want you all to hear this, because when I was, and this is from a young lady by the name of Elliot X4. I'll show it to you on the large screen. You see her name right here. Go support the people. Elliot X4, that's two L's, two T's, an X and a four, right? So support the support the people that that, that I react to, etc. All right. So here we go. Was in Brazil reminded me of watching that video of that guy that was in Brazil reminded me of my own experience with passport bros and how they don't take the answer no from local women very well and feel that they are entitled to their bodies. So I, a lot of the times when I talk about dating, um, a lot of black men get upset because I don't mention dating black men while abroad. 
Um, it's not that I didn't want to, but a lot of them were passport bros. There was one guy, he was American. I met him. He was a bodybuilder. Um, he was part of our friends group. When you live in China, like your, especially the small town that I'm in, you are on an oasis. There's not a lot of other foreigners that you will see, especially not a lot of other black foreigners. That being said, um, when I met him, he was a cool guy. He was jovial. He was fun to be around. My friend group really, like, we really enjoyed hanging around with him. Um, but one night we decided to, we all decided to go out to a bar or not even really a bar. It was more like a dance club. Um, and when we got to the club, he became like fixated on this one girl. I want to say one local girl, um, one Chinese girl. And she was nice. She was fascinated, like how she was fascinated with me being black and um, seeing black and white people like all in this big friends group. She was she was like really taken back and in awe of what she was seeing. Now, that might sound innocent enough to us, but a lot of passport bros, they take advantage of that awe, in awe feeling that locals and stuff get when they see us. Anywho, all night, he continued to kind of try to flirt with her, make advances to her. And you could tell, like, her um, starry-eyed demeanor that she previously had just kind of started to diminish. Like, okay, now you're getting on my nerves. Like, please back off. But Chinese people, the way they deal with confrontation is very different than like how we do in America. And I think that's why these passport bros um, deem it as being submissive when in actuality they're not being cursed out like, you know, straightforward. Um, so they assume that they can continue to advance and harass these women. And that's what he did. He continued to harass this woman all night and follow her around the bar um grabbing Listen. her making her dance and she was just over it but she was enjoying being around me and my other friends because it was a large group it was just this one guy that was like really killing her vibe so we were all walking home and he was trying to get her back to his house he was grabbing at her um, grabbing at her waist and she was like no 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 like I'm good he's like oh I can help you with your English and you know and and like really something that he would never do in this mind you he's talking about helping her with her English it is 4 a.m we are all going home he was trying to get this woman back to his head you know shout out to her because she was not going for it she was like again he was you know, trying to deem it as like being playful, grabbing at her body and um and she would be like key 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 and like run behind the white Canadian guy that was there or she'll run behind me and grab me and um eventually she grabbed me and she did not let go of me. Um because he was really trying to get this girl back to his house. And they were walk at at some point the the men ended up walking ahead of us and she was like please do not let him take me back and I was like girl I got you if you gotta come home with me um I got you 
and he still didn't get the hint like this is this is the thing like he still he didn't get the, the hint. hint he still was trying to pick her up and carry her around show how strong he is and and show how he's like the prize and she's like i am not going back with you to your home i am not if this is how you treat me outside of your home i am not going back to your home she should have said that straight up but again whatever different culture she was fearful that he was going to hurt her and she was fearful that he was going to hurt her because he was not taking no as an answer just for just for can i touch you can i hug you like you're not asking for permission for those things why would i come back to your house but again he thought he was entitled because he's the passport bro he's the he's the prize when he goes abroad he is um their way out of the trenches like that is the pedestal that they put themselves on to the point of almost san somebody Watching that video of that guy that was in Brazil. Okay, so her video ended right there, right? What are your thoughts so far? I can attest because when I was in Japan, like the culture is very meek, you know, very gominasai and oh, you know, kind of with deference, right? Not wanting confrontation, just being like, ie, ie, you know, like gominasai you know just like not in your face confrontational and when i was in japan myself i listen military men so these girls would just want to practice their english and be on the military base and then they happened upon some nakers who could get them on the base and what they would do is they would have they would just have a whole bunch of guys come into the room and block her from being able to get out and then tell her that she got to do X, Y, Z. And then they would just close in on her. And from what it is that I heard, the renditions of the stories is that they would quote unquote run. I hate the terminology. I hate the terminology. I hate the terminology. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up. I wasn't planning on looking this up, but let me let me let me just search for this article real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I want to show you all this article. Okay. This is an article by BET, right? And it, 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 go read this article if you can, right? Go read this article if you can. So it says, running trains is how black boys are inducted into capital R word culture, right? And it goes into... It says ASAP Rocky recently described his first quote unquote orgy in detail. He was 13 and older boys mocked his body as they all tried group SEX on a Harlem rooftop. The internet applauded the rapper and then it goes in, go read this entire article. It's a good article. 
because it talks about the nature of women and how when a woman is overpowered and outnumbered, that she may be silent about things that are happening to her that she does not want to happen, and the men just continue on. We all have heard stories about girls who have, quote-unquote, had trains ran on them, and I hate the terminology. Because if it's going to be, you know, a, a threesome, male-male-female threesome, I don't understand why it has to be called a train. And then they have all of these disrespectful names for 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 a woman with multiple men. There are no disrespectful names for men with multiple women because men in their own admission of self-hatred knows or feels that their bodies diminish a woman's worth. That this is why sex is a weapon, their penis is a weapon, their body is a weapon. And this is part of the reason that they have such issues with gay men because gay men are instilled. They are instilled with the with the scepter of, of the patriarchy, but they allow themselves to be taken by other men. And sex is a form of domination for many of them. So when a man allows himself to be dominated by another man, because if you think about how much men love men, intercourse with other men should be the natural step, but because of their bastardized idea about the purpose of intercourse, they abhor men having intercourse with men because sex is not supposed to be something that is a coming together of souls. Sex is supposed to be something that is for domination, that you penetrate and you, 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 you conquer with your penis and your phallus, right? So nonetheless, when I was in Japan, they would talk about how these girls were so stupid and they would just get these trains run on them just for access to the base. But in that article that I showed you all, he talks about how nobody ever really checked back in with the girls to be like, is this okay? What's happening? You know, they didn't check with the girls to see if they were all right. It was just the men just using their bodies and, and these girls just, you know, zoning out or just hoping for it to be over with. And there's so many black, black men who as boys were indoctrinated into, into rape culture that way. And some of these men go over with this indoctrination. Some of these men are looking for the cultural aspects of a person who will not say no who cannot say no so much so that this man they 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 we we don't see any romantic text between him and this young lady we see text of him inviting her to come stay at some place that's 45 minutes away from the city and 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 and, and come there and cook and and learn how to cook some vegetables three different ways and and they can have fun and she's like no 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 right no, 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 no. My spirit is telling me to play something for you all. My spirit is telling me to find this and, and play it for you. So let's jump to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to check the apples. And then we are going to, we're going to check the apples. 
and we're going to play this footage that I feel that you all need to hear because some of these men are not in earnest going over there to find love. Some of these men are using this as a stomping ground for their predilections and they're going into cultures that don't support the women, cultures that they are using throwaway women, cultures that prostitution is legal so that even if they did act up, you know, um, it could be, it could fall under the guise of legal, you know, whatever the case may be. But let's play this commercial and I'm going to come back. This is, this is terrible. But when I play this soundbite for you, you're going to be stupefied and horrified. You're going to be stupefied and horrified. Are you tired of missing Tanya TKO's live videos? Arriving late when the video is well underway or about to end? Are you fatigued of only seeing a live video randomly while perusing YouTube and Facebook? Or worse, are you randomly unsubscribed? Well now, you can get a text notification whenever I go live. No longer are we dependent on the algorithm of these fickle platforms. For just $1.99 a month US and Canada or $4.99 a month international, you get a personalized text message 15 minutes before each live show. Now you can show up early with the text squad, meet other people from all over the world, and get invited to secret broadcasts off platform. Most importantly, support your favorite independent creator. Go to tinytko.com and click on text. Join the TKO Tech Squad today for just $1.99 a month US in Canada or $22 a year if you pay in advance. $4.99 a month international, $50 a year if you pay in advance. You'll never again be tardy to the party. I'll see you on the next broadcast. TinyTKO.com forward slash So if you all are not a part of the text notification squad, join so that you can get a text whenever I go live. It supports the channel and it you get access to a behind the scenes chat room where we communicate between broadcasts. So go to www.tanyatko.com forward slash T-E-X-T and join the text notification squad. It's $1.99 a month. Uh, plus fees or $4.99 a month if you're international or $50 for the year or $22 for the year domestic. And so when you do that, you, um, you support the channel, you get a text whenever I go live. That way, even if you're not able to watch at that moment, you get the direct link and can watch at a later time. So there's a video that I need to show you all because this video is going to hurt your heart and your stomach in, in ways that you, you may not have even imagined. Um, however, let's, what is, what is that sound I hear right there? Vandervoort. 
And she has sent through a hundred dollars that says for all that you do. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're going to read the rest of the apples that have come in. Kim has sent 444 and said shedding light and crediting other content creators. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And JJ sends $5 and says, sad, sad, sad. It's about to get a whole lot worse, honestly. It's about to get a whole lot worse because it is... What you're about to hear is going to sicken and sadden you. I'm going to send the link through for the apples so that you all can send because we're going to check the apples again in another segment. And you all are the sponsors of the show, especially when we talk about heavy topics like this. So... Send the apple through, and um, and so here you go to www.cash.app forward slash dollar sign Tanya TKO. It is a verified cash app, so you know that you're sending it to the right place. And there's also PayPal, so there's www.paypal.me forward slash Tanya TKO. So if you send it via PayPal, let me know because um, what's going on? Why is the Cash App one not, not a link? Hmm. Let me try that again. www.cash.app forward slash dollar sign Tanya TKO. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know why it's not coming up as a hyperlink there, but that is what it is. And the link, you can find all of the links in the description. You can find all of the links. In, oh, there's one more before I jump out of here. He sends 222 for gratitude. Okay, I appreciate that. I have gratitude for for you all as well. So let me let me play this video for you all because you're you're going to be disgusted when you hear this. This is this is terrible. Just just terrible. But I want you to see the mentality of of these people. I want you to see the mentality of these people. You know, it could be set up, man. You know, these, these people out here in these other countries, they play by a different set of rules. You know, I, I know that just coming back from Ghana, it's a different set of rules altogether. So, you know, it, you could be killed and left in an alley and, and never, you know, <laughs> never heard from again based off of something that's, that, you know, that is, is, is stupid, really. I mean, I wouldn't have done it, you know, so. Hey, hey let, let me, hey, Stallion. You know, since this is Milano, you know, because you, you know, y'all always want to challenge the place so many and, and, and challenge me and stuff like that. You know, you guys always want to challenge me. But let me just fast forward. Every once. I'm, I'm, I mean, and I know that's because that's. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get it right on. You're taking the next, but like, yeah, more correctly and later here. This is you know Milano. Mean? This is Milano. This is the guy right here. But she actually wants him to drink at home so he doesn't get in trouble. She doesn't want him to go to a bar. She Fair doesn't want use. him to go anywhere. Fair she doesn't want him to get in trouble. She don't care if he drinks at home as long as she's there to watch him. She takes care of him, cooks and cleans, lets him smash whenever he wants. I'm, I'm, I mean, and I know that's because that's what Filipino women are about. They'll let you smash whenever you want. You could, I mean, I, I'm not, I know this sounds sick, but you could literally rape Filipino women and they will not call rape on you. They you will just that? take it like a G. 
whatever. Do you hear this? Uh, did you all hear what I just heard? That part of their femininity is that they will allow you to capital R word them, and it's so if and it'll be all right. Just, just uh, uh, look. He's gonna say it again. Ever. Filipino women are the ultimate women, and I'm not saying that you should be raping women. And I mean, and I know that's because that's what Filipino women are about. They'll let you smash whenever you want. You could, I mean, I, I'm not, I know this sounds sick, but you could literally rape Filipino women and they will not call rape on you. Filipino, she's there to watch them. She takes care of them, cooks and cleans, lets them smash whenever he wants. I'm, I'm so it, as you all heard it, that's the ultimate in femininity. They won't call the police on you. So these men are going to these countries where they know that they can overpower these women, that they know that there are cultural differences with women who have not found their voice. For those of you who are not on my other page, right, go to, and you know what, listen, I don't always, let me, let me just say this to you, I don't always get to make shorts. Right. I don't always get to make shorts as, as, as many as much as I would like to, because I do long videos and it's difficult. Sometimes I'm looking for help to be able to make more shorts behind the scenes. So if you need to do if you need to create a short from my content, please do it and just tag me in it. Go to my page, www.youtube.com forward slash at Tanya TKO clips. Right. I did a video over there the day before yesterday, right? This is the this is the video that I did. If you could if you could see that right there. And it's this it's this white woman on the left-hand side and she's saying we are jealous of black women and she talks about so oh, there's going to be a whole hoopla going trying to get the the video to play, right? So let me see if I refresh it. So let me see. So she talked about how she envies the strength of black women. She talks about how she envies the ability of black women to, 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 to stand up and speak out. So on the same hand, you know, where people criticize us in this country for having a voice, for speaking up, for not letting people trample over us, right? They are going to other places because... They want that. They want a woman who will allow you to trample on her. Right here. This lady asks, this black lady, are white women really that scared of black women? And I'm going to say yes. And this is my opinion as a white woman who is 53 years old and has lived in the South and Georgia in my entire life. It's not being scared, but it's a fear. And it's not a physical fear. It is the mental fear. It is... What we see in you and what we see you doing and how it challenges us and the fear. Okay, go and watch that video. It's on my other page. I just put the link in the description. Go watch that video and tell me what your thoughts are on it. Because in the same way that they talk about us, and you know what? I saw a video earlier today. I wasn't planning on playing this video, so I don't have it queued up. But what I'm going to do is I am going to pull it because... 
I actually added it because I was like, you know what, this will be good to react to one day whenever I'm talking about black issues. But I, ay, 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 me ras, the thing logged me out. Let me see if I can get logged back into this thing. Give me one second. Uh-uh-uh. Give me one second. I have to log back in and then I have two-factor authentication. So let me just get that security code. Because you know, when you're a vlogger like me, you have to have controls in place to keep yourself safe. So give me one second. If you don't have two-factor authentication on, turn yours on because, you know, people do be trying it, right? They do be trying it. Okay, so I'm inside the, the inbox. So I want, I, I want you to pay attention to this that I'm going to play for you real quick, right? Black Americans, because you know what? Black Americans... Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me pull this here. Let me... With Black Americans. I'm sorry. This thing is not... When, it, when I refresh it, it, um, it restarts the thing, but it restarts it with the volume down. Let me try to do it again. Let me try to hear. You know, I felt no connections with black Americans because you know what? Black Americans were woke. You know, black Americans had looked at their oppressor in the face. They had tunnel vision. They knew what was bringing them down. In Africa, we don't have tunnel vision. We don't know what is oppressing us. Because you know what? Because slavery just changed. It didn't go away. It just changed. So most people in Africa, we feel oppressed. We don't know what is oppressing us, you see. Those children in the Congo... Okay, so this is, a, this is a video, I'll probably react to that one day, but I felt that it was important to, to play that little snippet right in the beginning because I want you to pay attention to something. So this is a woman, she's from Africa, and she's talking about how Africans never learned about slavery. It's probably not that long of a video, but I, I want to react to the whole thing. But she was talking about how Africans never really learned about slavery. They, don't, they never learned about colonialism and that they actually feel that white people are saviors, right? Um, and what I want to impress upon you is how in the beginning she was like, you know, I felt we felt no connection to African-Americans, but because African-Americans were woke. I hear a lot of like when I make videos, sometimes um, Nigerians will because I went to Nigeria, you know, the algorithm puts me in Nigerian people's feed. So Nigerians will come to my videos and they'll be like, you black Americans are always complaining. We don't believe in racism, this, that and the other, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile. There will also be Nigerians who will come forward and be like, the N-word means nothing to me. I used to, uh, white people used to have me calling myself that, you know, and it didn't, it, it didn't bother me at all. So white people over here would mock them in their faces and they didn't even know that they were being mocked. Like they would have them calling themselves the N-word and, 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 and different things, right? And they would be the cool African, the cool black person. Oh, you're not like those American blacks, this and the other, creating further divide. So one of the things that I remember is when I when I put up that video about how it is because of the the sacrifices of black Americans in this country that people from all we were the ones who created the um the the act that made people from other countries that made them have the ability to be able to come in especially people of color from other countries because we did a, I forget what it was. I forget what it's called. Cause I wasn't planning on talking about this, but there was a, there was a, it, it's not tourism, 
But there was an act that we, that because of our sacrifices that was passed, because if you think about it, we had segregation and all these other things in this country. But my point in bringing up all of this is because in their minds, they're like, oh, look at you African-Americans. You're always complaining. You're always this. You're always crying racism. You're always saying that you're oppressed. Oh, you're this, that, and the other, right? But, but there's a, a wokeness that exists in African-Americans standing up in the fight. Because you all remember when they had the Lecky toll bridge and Nigerians stood up and then from what it is that I'm hearing, they opened fire on the people from the top of the bridge, from the people who were standing up. And then after two or three days of that, the people went back home, right? There's a fight that exists inside African-Americans. And people in the diaspora can see African-Americans standing up and be like, oh, why are you always complaining? Meanwhile, people don't say that to Jewish people who were paid reparations for the Holocaust, right? I'm just, I'm just going to leave that right there, right? But in their ignorance, they're like, oh, why are you always... But what is the alternative to not standing up? I want you to venture with me as we put all of these two and twos together. Women are waking up. There's a rise of the feminine that is happening across the globe. Those of you saw the video that I put up the other day, Austin Holloman is now in Thailand getting slapped the F up by a tiny, uh, by a, by, well, a tiny Thai female presenting person, right? We, you never really know nowadays. You never really know. But nonetheless, he's out there getting slapped up because I wanted to show this to you real quick. I wanted to show this to you real quick because remember that guy, that murderer, he referenced Rush Hour 2. Did you know that there were people who wrote their dissertations on the harmful, negative stereotypes of Rush Hour, of Rush Hour, so here. So if you can see this right here. There were people who wrote entire papers right? They, look, it, it's out there. They wrote entire papers and dissertations on the harmfulness of the stereotypes and the tropes that were promoted in Rush Hour and Rush Hour 2 and other movies like that, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's traverse. Let's traverse. And so these men hear these, these tropes and these stereotypes, right? I'm going to play something else for you all that I wasn't planning on playing, but I'm going to go play it because we're, we're here. We're here. So we might as well go ahead. We might as well go ahead and, and play this, right? Here. Here. All right, here. So I'm trying to get to the page of the real King Brujo, right? Because he did a video earlier today that I want you all to look at and pay attention to. So shout out to the real King Brujo. Uh, this is his page right there. You see his name at the top right there. The real King Brujo, right? And so take a, take a look at, at this video. All right, so what we're not going to sit here and do is paint hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on that's not the right screen babies that's not the right screen this is the right screen right there here we go look all right so what we're not gonna sit here and do 
is paint this picture that all Dominican women are a bunch of three oh fours. We're not gonna we're not gonna sit there and allow that. Because what you're doing is you're disrespecting our mothers, our daughters, our sisters, our aunts, our female cousins, our grandmothers, so on and so forth. Uh oh. Brothers in America, y'all on the clock. Y'all on the clock. You see, men from different communities and different groups of people are taking a stand for their women. What are y'all going to do? The world is watching. The world is watching you. Are you going to, A, take a stand for your women in America? Or are you going to, B, continue to bash them and put them down while other groups of people kick y'all out their countries? Are you going to continue to put them down in America while other groups of men are defending their women? What's it going to be, brothers in America? Because y'all been taking a lot of else. What's it going to... Talk to me, baby. See, y'all like Tory Lanez and shit. Yeah, y'all think I ain't see it. Y'all was support. Y'all was defending him when he popped on her sister like that. See, y'all have y'all having a record. Y'all having a... He's Canadian. Y'all having a bad record when it comes to defending our sisters in America. I don't know. What's it going to be? What side of history are you going to be on? Are they going to know this is the time? So you know what? I actually, I, I want to counter to what it is that he's saying. Because he's talk, he's pretty much talking about how, you know, men in other, in other communities are standing up and defending their women. And I actually want to show you all something real quick. Because are 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 men going to stand up? I'm trying to find this. Um, I'm trying to find this. Uh, I'm trying to find this 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 thing, right? I'm trying to find this screenshot that I took of a person. Uh, oh, I'm trying to find this screenshot because I want you all to see the mentality of these men, right? Because they're not going to stand up. What they're going to do is they are... All right, here. This is what I wanted to show you. This is what I wanted to show you. All right. Okay. So you see this 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 thing on the screen. There was a person who commented on my video and said, if the Brazilian men moved, it's proof that Brazilian women are valuable, right? So I want you to pay attention to the mentality because to them, they're like, oh, well, if these men will will kill us to stop us from being with their women, that's proof that the women are valuable. Oh, if these men want to stop us from being able to come over there, that means that we need to go over there even more because these men are protecting their women. That means that these women are valuable. And it's kind of like De Beers. You know, De Beers uh, is, a, is a company that has taken over. They've taken over mines in Africa. And diamonds have no intrinsic value except the value that De Beers places on them by limiting the supply of diamonds in, 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 in circulation. And so these men are inflating 
the sense of their women's virtue like white men did. They inflated the sense of women's of their women's virtue. They're like, oh, we will kill you if you're with white women. And black men in their dominated mind and in their their conquering, and not all black men, but the ones who are conquered in that way. Wait, please don't call women B-I-T-C-H's on my platform because when I start seeing things and my finger has to start moving to block quickly, I don't want you to be one of those people. But nonetheless, right? Wait, what is this I see on the screen? Oh my, okay, all right, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. So in their, in their, um, in their conqueredness, they're like, oh, well, if he's willing to kill me for his woman, that much means that she is extra valuable. So if you really, if you think about it, this has been the theme for ages. Even Frederick Douglass abandoned his faithful, and I used to, I used to admire Frederick Douglass. He abandoned his faithful black wife who got him out of slavery. And cheated on her, mistreated her, gave her all types of emotional turmoil. She died young. He abandoned her with children to be frolicking around with white mistresses. It's like this forbidden fruit. And they have this, the, the way that the male mind seems to work is like, oh, if this man is keeping me away from it, that means I must try to conquer and dominate it with my phallus, with my penis. I must try to conquer it and bed it and wet it. But they don't see how they need to enact that in their own community. They don't see how they need to inflate because in inflating the value of your woman, you inflate the womb which carries the DNA that creates people who look like you. I remember, listen, I dated, I dated a guy once, and when I asked him what his ideal woman looked like, none of them were darker than a brown paper bag. Three of them were white, and one was Lisa Bonet. And I don't know what Lisa Bonet is, but her skin is very light. And you know, she has that loose textured hair, right? And I was, I, my stomach sank because I was like, my gosh, your ideal woman is a woman that you do not have the ability to create with a person who looks like you. I had to get out of that situation. It was, it, it was... It was, it was so disheartening because it's like you got to ask these people questions. And this is part of the reason that I'm coming up with that game. The, this is the prototype. I'm still working on it because I want you to have some really good questions. This is part of the reason that you have to ask these questions because this guy, I, he was so deep and profound in so many ways, but a lot of the deepness and the profundity came from him reading books. But there were ideas of self-hate that... that that resided inside of him that was not apparent at first glance, right? Wait, Umar lives on Frederick Douglass every word. Well, didn't they show Umar in the restaurant or Google Gaga in front of some white woman's face? Didn't they show that? Go Google it if you need to. But yes. In propping up preferences, 
you are diminishing the worth of your own genetic features and characteristics. You've got to prop up, but I feel like it's, I am hearing that it is a lost cause for us. I'm hearing that it is done for us as a people, that we're just not going to be able to pull it together. We're too far gone, right? I want you to pay attention to the story that we talked about tonight with this guy and how he stabbed this woman in the neck and he was so angry that he couldn't have her that he started stabbing her in the face. What does this remind you of? It reminds you of the stories that we keep hearing and seeing time and time and time and time and time and time again. Every single day, more stories. You cannot get past on Instagram or any of these platforms without seeing stories of black men becoming violent when women don't want them. Then there's white men who are taking out whole groups of people when women don't want them. This is why the FBI, this is why you cannot hashtag incel on any of these platforms. Because the incel group, like men who have these toxic ideas, there's something off about them. There's something off. And they're scary. They're violent. They're, they're problems waiting to happen. This man was still married. This passport bro, he was still married. He was married still. He told the girl that he was divorced and the girl rightfully did not want to be with him. But like I said, I have not seen evidence that they dated. Show me a photo of them. As far as I know, he was just her university professor. And he couldn't deal with his preference rejecting him. He couldn't deal with this supposedly submissive Asian. And listen, I lived in Asia. These tropes and these stereotypes are very problematic. I remember I watched this documentary because, you know, I went to film school and I watched this documentary on the harmful Hollywood tropes of the Asian of Asian womanhood, that she was either a Madam Butterfly or she was a dragon lady. Right. So they 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 tried to posit it as if these women were these these super sexed Madam Butterfly beings or these super hard witchy dragon ladies. Right. And these stereotypes have these men going over to these countries expecting a certain something that, that does not exist across the board. So it's like, okay, all right. So you are going to go over to this place. Are you seeing these women as, individual beings are you going over there expecting some rush hour to st racial stereotypic trope that just that may not exist in the person that you're dealing with i lived in asia i lived in japan and when i said that the other day people were trying to talk to me in the comments in japanese yes a little bit i speak a little japanese it's been a while now but, you know, I just, it's been a minute. 
I live there and every woman is different. Some women are submissive just like some women here. There are pick-me's all up and down. But remember, like I said in the other day's video, they're looking for preferences on a budget. They're taking out their PPP loans and, and, and throwing caution to the wind, looking for a woman with the oppressor's DNA who has little requirement. They're looking to, to, to wet their whistle because they don't have access to it with what it is that they're bringing to the table here in this country because they're not doing well economically. I want you all to think about this. I want you to think about this. Throughout all the hundreds of years of, of free, burdened, chattel slavery labor, the Jim Crow era, the beatings, the whippings, the lynchings, all of that, throughout all of that, they never thought about leaving America. But when somebody said, listen, you can get preferences out of budget, that's when they created a movement. That's when they started getting passports. That's when they started talking about trying to build and become teachers in other countries and trying to, some of them not even opening businesses in these other countries. They never thought about leaving. They have created no mass movements to get themselves from underneath their oppressor, but they have created a mass movement for pussy. I don't think the community can be saved. I don't think it can be saved. D.I.I. is saying he's not a passport bro. He is one of the original passport bros, homie. Just like Austin Holloman said, you got to go learn the language. You got to ingratiate yourself into the culture. He went specifically over to Asia. This is the quintessential passport brother. He's one of the original OGs. He's the one who taught you all how to do it. He, and then so now you want to try to disown him. I done told you niggas that you need to disown Austin Holloman before it goes bad for you. But you cannot disown him. I already told you all, but you all want to defend Holloman. Defend this puto right here. Defend this pendejo. Defend him. Because he is one of your own. Defend him. He went over there to get him a little Madam Butterfly. And when the student didn't want him, he took her behind a bush and forced himself on her, stabbed her in the neck, and as she was gasping through her carotid, bleeding out on the floor, he saw her beautiful little Asian face and said he didn't even want her to have an open casket. He then had to stab her when the parents went on to the scene. Let me show you her parents. When the parents went onto the scene and they saw their baby's face, they fell to the ground. They couldn't believe that someone would do their baby that way. That he did not want an inch or ounce of her beauty to show. And she's just an average looking little young chick. This big, 50 or 60 year old damn man didn't want an ounce of her precious beauty to show post-mortem. He had to take the knife and 
stab it into her face. She was already dying. Sick. Sick. Don't try to disown him now. This is one of the original Passport Bros. This is the blueprint right here. Because Passport Bro is, um, is about going over and getting married, right? He went over and got married. He went over and found a job. He went over and found his way into a job where he would have access. Isn't that what you all are preaching? Find these young girls? Big 50-year-old damn man. Over them, over 50. Big 55-year-old man looking at a 21-year-old girl in college. Angry that she doesn't want his old, non-divorced, used-up, dry, emaciated body, gray-bearded ass. That she didn't want him. Come on. Come on. I'm sorry to be so graphic, but this is the, the, the fact of the damn matter. He's one of the original passport bros. Don't try to disown him now because if you know like I know and you look into the eyes of Austin Holloman, you know something is not right with that man. And you all are calling him a kid. Dahmer was a kid. Ted Bundy was a kid once. All of them were kids once. And you can see the vacantness in this man's eyes. And I'm telling you, watch out for the boy. He said on the train with that girl that if she was not in front of other people, he would have he let her have it. Really? Look, if you all can't see the lack of emotion and empathy in his eyes, she... She... That's because you're probably looking into a doggone mirror. There's 1,500 people on this YouTube broadcast. Go ahead and thumbs up the video. If every 1,500 person, even if one third of you all sent an apple through, we'll be doing all right over here. If you send $1 through each, just to get your words read across the screen, we'll be doing all right, especially on a video that won't get monetized because of the subject matter and the capital R word being mentioned several times. But what is this that I hear? What is this that you hear? What is that? in a super cash apple of $100 and says Asian Exclusion Act of 1924. Let's take a look at that. Asian Exclusion Act of 1924. Let's take a look at that and see what it says. <laughs> thank you, I really appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so I got that open, so let's refresh. All right. So Danielle Bowie sends in a dollar and says, first cash apple, love your show. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Kim Brown sends $10. 
Siobhan sends a dollar fifty-eight. Let me see if she's in England, because when I get those odd numbers like that, the person she's not. The person's typically paying in pounds. Sarah sends five dollars, and hey, Amanda sends me twenty-five dollars in Apple stock. That's what I'm talking about. Hold on, she says she sent the message there. Let me go back to the message. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, she says, what does the message say? It says, Pluto, oh, Yusuf Puto and Pendejo. <laughs> we got some Latinos, some Latinas, some Latinxes in the house. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Let me send some hearts through. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, there's one more apple that has come through. Rikaya says for love. Thank you. 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 And you know, when I get three first time cash apples, you know, I bust a wine for you all. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So <clears throat> let's look at the exclusion, the Asian Exclusion Act of 1924. So as you see on the screen over here, the Asian Exclusion Act of 1924, uh, it says... Also known as the 1924 Immigration Act, the act limited the number of immigrants from any country to 2% of the number of people from that country who were living in the United States at the time. So let's see. Is that the... Hold on. Hold on. Also known as the... Is this... But this is this the act that... No, because the act that we did... Um, that the African-Americans, so it says, also known as the 1924 Immigration Act, the act limited the number of immigrants from any country to 2% of the number of people from that country who were living in the United States at the time of the 1890 census. Okay, so those, so that is what was in play. And then in the 1960s, we, as black people in this country, we had a law, an act that was passed. Let me, let me find out what that was. Um, let's see, civil... Civil Rights Immigration Law. Let's see. The Civil Rights Immigration Law. Let's see what that is. It says the... Let's take a look at this. It says um, the 8th of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 prohibits discrimination in hiring, promotion, discharge. No, I'm looking for immigration. I don't know what that's talking about. Civil Rights Movements Influence U.S. Immigration. Let's see. Oh, this is a whole large article. It says here, the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965. I don't know if you all can see that, but let me just look that up real quick. Because we were the ones that allowed for all of these immigrants to come over. So they had a limit on them. It says here, President Johnson, I'll put the whole thing up on the screen so you can see. President Johnson signed the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965 into law on October 3rd, 1965, in um, opening entry to the U.S. to immigrants other than Northwestern Europeans. The act significantly altered immigration demographics of the country for the first time since it was founded. I want you all to remember this, okay? It's called the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965 because it opened entry into the U.S. of immigrants other than Northwestern Europeans. Because I was in, I was in Argentina. 
part of the reason that Argentina is so white is because it is alleged that there was a tremendous genocide of the people of color over there and that they imported all of these Italians over there and Europeans. And this is why there's such European influence on the architecture over there. So in this country, only Europeans could come in. You see that they had 1924, that there was a limit on a, the Asian Exclusion Act. But in 1965, this is when we, we fought in this country. So for all of the people who are coming over from African nations and they're disrespecting Black Americans, it is us in this country who allowed for their Black asses to be able to get over here. It is us who allowed for people of color. And most of the people who were able to come over here were Asian. There were people who were more closely aligned with white. And what our government did is they, they then pitted them against us. They were able to get loans. They were able to open businesses. They were able, this is why there are so many Chinese restaurants. And this is why there's so many, um, places inside of the hood that Asian people own also because they were able to bring their monies together in their banks and be able to give their, their businesses loans. Right. But at first the U S government was giving them loans, but listen, where is that initiative from the men of our community who are complaining about their oppression? They want to go over into communities in which the men have fought and create ways for certain women to be submissive. And some women are not going to be submissive, but they've created ways in which women can rest in their feminine. And they're going over into these other men's patriarchies instead of creating a safe place for us here. What would it be like in this country if we, if there was some sort of banking system in which we could come together and get loans and be able to open up businesses. But as you see, as, as I showed you the other day with that Passport Bro video that I showed you with Austin Holloman and his damn PPP loans, I showed you all the other day because he was able to get a damn PPP loan. And instead of, instead of using that, look, I'll show you, you, you saw the video the other day. He went and got he went and got almost twenty thousand dollars worth of PPP loans. If you haven't seen that video, just search, scroll through my videos and see for yourself. What would this country be like if our if if the men of the black community stood up and decided that they would come together for ways to alleviate themselves of their oppression in this country? What would it be like if they exalted their aesthetic? that they exalted wide nose and full lips and brown skin and coily hair, instead of going goo goo gaga dripping at the dick for anybody who has a looser texture here or lighter skin. I mean, seriously. Look. <sighs> Listen. I, I, I don't know what more to say. I, and and Lenise is saying they're running from the men that they cannot conquer. But you're building infrastructure and paying into another man's patriarchy. And then not even, but then the thing is that there's a portion of passport bros who got good intentions. And there's a portion of passport bros who were just using people's country as a toilet and a brothel, showing their ass all over the place. Ugh. 
I, 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 I don't know what to say. I, I want to see, I want to see what your thoughts are on all of this. I want to see what your thoughts are. Somebody's asking some questions that if there's somebody who watched that video who can do what it is that they need to do, then they do what they need to do. Listen, they do what they need to do. Oh, some apples have come in. So we're going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read your comments. I want to know, I know that was a nasty saying, right? Nola dripping at the dick. That's so gross. I know I can be gross sometimes. Give me a thumbs up for this fire makeup. I'm working, I'm experimenting with lipstick colors because I'm coming out with a lipstick pack for you all to be able to get what it is that you see me wearing in the videos, right? So listen, what is the self-love lesson that you learned from today's video? I want to know what you learned. I want to know in all of this, what were the lessons that you gleaned for yourself about having more love for yourself? And then, so I'm going to read your comments. We're going to check the apples. And then I'm going to tell you all what my self-love lesson was from today's video. So we have one person on Twitch. We have 104 people on Facebook. And we still have 1,500 people on YouTube. Go ahead and thumbs up the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you're new here, I'm your host, Tanya TKO. We talk about self-love on this channel. And so right now, I want people to show me their self-love lessons that they learned from today's video because that's what it's all about. Because you have to be able to see the stories and find the lesson for yourself. I know what my lesson is. I know what I learned when I started researching this, this story. So, hey, somebody saying I look beautiful. Thank you. I'm trying something different. All right. That lipstick color is giving me life. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. But let's talk about the self-love lesson. Self-love lesson is black men are dumb worldwide. Really, that's the self-love lesson that you garnered. Butterfly says, I know Tanya won't read it. I don't know what it is I was supposed to have read. Um, I'm married to a full-blooded... Damn, it went by so quickly. I'm married to a full-blooded black girl from Brazil. Wonderful. There's so much colorism in Brazil that she's probably very happy to have a, a black man. From what it is that I hear, the Negroid and dark-skinned women in Brazil are throwaways. That's what I heard from Brazilians themselves, scholars. Enforce, oh my goodness, it's going by quickly. Enforce your boundaries, don't settle for dust. Okay, let's see what else. The, the N-words that threaten us with other women are usually the ones we don't need to worry about. Let's talk about it, let's talk about it. What are the self-love lessons that you learned from today's video? Look into people's soul, check the eyes and pay attention. You truly do not know who people are behind the scenes. Pay attention to the first red flag. Divine feminine, trust my instincts about certain men. Self-preservation is the highest level. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They took their PPP loans and patronized corp white corporations and luxury brands. I learned that self-love is a must. These males do not love women. Their pick-me is busy chasing dusty dads. Maybe pick-me mom. Y'all hating. Be careful out here. I need to brush up on my self-defense. <laughs> Glad to stand strong living my life. Do your research and on people before 
Mami, but a 21-year-old, what does she even know? You can't expect others to love you when you don't love you. Um, these, the, I'm, I'm not gonna read a, a word that, that turns Negro into a slur, especially when I'm carrying Negro DNA myself. So protect my womb and life from toxic, toxic, egotistical men. Always use discernment when connecting with new people. Perfect, perfect. Continue to think about what the self-love lessons are. Let's check these apples. And then I'm going to give my self-love lesson. So if you want to get your apples in, get the apples in now. All right, so let's take a look and see. So Rakaya sends for love. Chantel sends a dollar and says, military men were the first passport bros. That's not a conversation that we're, we're ready to have yet, are we? That's not a conversation that we're ready to have yet, are we? And all of the biracial babies left in orphanages after the Vietnam War. What about how Korean barbecue chicken was brought over there by black Americans who showed them how to fry chicken? you know, and intermingled the cultures, but then Korean people don't even give you, you'd be giving away your trade secrets, giving them away. Tawana sends $2 and says, sending you love. That green vegan sends 222 and says 1010 text notification squad with the boxing glove. Um, Reed sends $2 and says, a tiny bit of support, keep up the great work. Every bit counts, every bit counts, every bit counts. Um, Mercedes says, do a self-love lesson or interview with Krishan. Listen, no blue face, please. You know, that woman is making her decisions for how it is that she's choosing to live. And I don't know what to say about that. I honestly, that whole Krishan situation is just a lot. Paulina sends knockout heart love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joy sends $5 and says unwavering support. Love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Eunice sends 11.11 and says, you are appreciated. Self-love lesson. Thank you. Melissa sends $5. And let's refresh. All right. So it looks like I have all of them for the time being. You can also send them when I'm offline and I'll send you back the emoji. Let me tell you all what's the self-love lesson that I learned from today's video. Right. Hold on. I'm going to put on my... All right, so listen, go out there and love one another. Most importantly, love yourself. Love yourself. And part of loving yourself, the self-love lesson that I learned from today's video is to realize that you're being gaslit. That these men who are trying to throw their passports in your face, happy people don't try to mock and ridicule other people that you are the blueprint, that a lot of these men are basing all of their decisions on conversations that they have to continue to have about you. You know, it's like, it's, it's never really about what it is that they want, it's about them criticizing you. And so I want you to realize that there's a prototype of male. There's a prototype of male that is searching for a victim. And that we have voice agency and autonomy in this country. And there's some men who can't handle it because it does not fit their modus operandi. It doesn't fit their, their way of being able to groom and groom people for abuse. Remember, Ted Bundy used to walk around with a fake cast 
and he would be on the beach dropping his his groceries and be like, oh, can you help me bring this to my car? And there were some women that went back with him to the car. The women who went back with him to the car were never seen again. But the women who spoke up and, and spoke their voice, I want you to just understand that there is no rainbow at the end. There's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow when you're dealing with a sick, toxic person. So many of us blame ourselves for any number of things. I saw a woman begging earlier today. Let me let me let me let me play a little bit of this for you cuz I saw a woman begging and it was so sad and embarrassing. Like I I'm going to play it for you. Let me um let me look this up. Here, let me look this up for you all so that you can see this, right? Oh, damn it. It wasn't here that I saw this. Oh, it was on the Facebook that I saw this. Hold on. Let me go to the Facebook and see. Ay, 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 mira. Ugh. Hold on. I wish Facebook had a way to see. Let me see what this is. No. This is not it. Uh, I wish I could find this video. Let me see. Let me scroll. See if I scroll down enough if I'll find it. Here, I found it. I found it. This is another video with Ken Billions in it, right? Men. It's a passport, bro. Please. Yeah. My brothers, talk to us and tell Let us what we're so doing. I like. I, I want to know. I want to listen. I listen. Hold on. I just want you. I want you all to see this real quick. Um, I just want you all to see this because so many of us women are taking it to heart, and I'm trying to let you know that when it comes to a man with manospheric ideas, there's no happy ending for you. There's no happy ending for you. There's no. No, no silver lined cloud waiting for you to live happily ever after. There's only abuse. You can't lay flat enough. You can't come crumple yourself down small enough and lay yourself out flat enough for a man to step on. You, you can't. He, he, a man who wants a mate wants a mate and a man who wants a mat wants a mat. And you can't make yourself small enough to be able to, to fit into the box. So here, so let's let's take a look at this real quick. I just want you to pay attention to the dude on the left, right? Just pay attention. Pay attention to him. Men, please talk to us. My brothers, talk to us and tell us what we're doing. I like. I, I want to know. I want to listen. I listen. Tell tell me so I can tell the rest of us. Tell you don't need to tell me nothing, girl. What we need to fix. Listen to her. If you don't talk to us, how are we going to know? I want you to pay attention to what it is that he's doing. He's telling her to move the camera back up because a little bit of her bosom is showing. 
But when this nigga, yeah, I said nigga, when this nigga goes over to these, because he's a passport bro, this is one of their spokespersons. When this nigga goes over to these Asian countries and these Latin countries, he's not asking them to cover up their chest. He's happy that their chest is showing. But for you, black B, you need to be covered up. You need to have your hair natural. Look, she got it all. The natural hair. She's submissive. She's asking for advice. These are the same type of women that go on to Kevin Samuels looking to get abused by him verbally. And they used you for fodder, for schadenfreude. If you don't know what schadenfreude is, go look it up. It's the lascivious pleasure that people feel at your pain. So look at her begging. Like, I, I need you to really be genuine about it. Like, just take some time to think about it and reply to this. I want to know what can we do you see him right to fix this because you are for me i am for you you are the king and i am the queen i am your helpmate i was made for you no look I, I want you, you to see I mean? him you see him he's closing up his robe like b close up your chest because when it comes to you there'll be a million hoops that you gotta jump through Oh, this is what you need to do. You need to cook. You need to clean. You need to open up your punani. You need to open up your punani on the first date. The goalpost is going to continue to move. You need to take back shots. You need to let the room run trains on you. Uh-oh. You let the room run trains on you. What was that 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 I saw? Ah, school days. How many of you are old enough to remember the movie School Days? I was young, young, young at that time, but I remember there was a guy who had a part in his head. He had his little conk brushed down to the sides, and Tisha Campbell was in that. And he told Tisha Campbell to sleep with Half Pint, who was played by Spike Lee. And then she slept with him, and then afterwards he was like, Ugh, you nasty. Get away from me, B. I can't believe you did that. And she was like, wait, but I did it for you. I did it for you. If you all remember that. Okay, the, uh, KT remembers. Yes, KT remembers. All right. There's not going to, they, every hoop is going to move. First, they're going to tell you, oh, it's because you're not having intercourse freaky enough. Then, oh, it's you had intercourse too freaky. Then it's, oh, you, you, your body count too high. Then, oh, you don't know how to perform in bed. You don't know how to satisfy your man. Oh, it's you need to let your man cheat. Oh, you, well, he's out there. It's, it's like you were just a placeholder in the home as a fucking maid. That's all you're there for. You're there as a goddamn maid. You're there as a surrogate. You're not getting paid for your surrogacy you, to birth children for him and to clean up the house. But you ain't getting no respect. You ain't getting no fidelity and you ain't getting no support. One of the things that I want you all to ask, and I'm waiting for a Manosphere man to come onto the channel so that we can talk to him. They want to be treated like kings, but what is the behavior that they are prepared to do to treat their women like queens? They have no answer for that because it never really was about ever treating you like a queen. It never was about that. It was never about treating you right because the moment that they treat you like anything other than a downgrade, low-down nigger bee, the moment, the moment that they treat you like anything above that, they call this person a simp. You can have no empathy, no sympathy, no love, no connection with anybody who has a uterus whatsoever. You even got young men out here beating up their mothers, blaming their mothers. I did a video the other day. If you're not subscribed to my channel, you need to be. You need to be. Because I did a video last week. 
men of the manosphere, what is it that you take accountability for? Because everything in the community is black women's problem, black women's fault. And this is one of the self-love lessons that you have to realize that you are being gaslit by men who have already left. They're gone. They have decided to be broken bucks. They have bent over, gotten the lube, and spread it up their crack and pulled open their cheeks, waiting for the oppressor. That is what they have done. They want to bleed out their DNA and then complain that the NBA is now biracial and multi-ethnic. They want to bleed themselves and diminish themselves and then complain about their own erasure. So let's finish hearing what this woman, please, let me help you. We're together. We're a team. So respectfully, I want to know what is the issue. And I want it to be fixed. Start with me. Please tell me how I can fix it. What I need to do so I can let the rest of them know what we got to do. Wow. And so, you know, Ken talks a little bit. You can go watch the video on his channel, but I want you to pay attention. Um, and I want I, I want to make special mention of his behavior. Kenneth's beha- Ken, Kenny, Kenny B, Ken Billions. This is the person on the, on the thing. Ken Billions. Right. I want you to make special note of his. His talking point. Whoa. Sis, this is an L. First, let me tell you, I grew up with um, around uh, men that were in the fruit of Islam, men that were the nation of gods and nerves, uh, Nawapian nation, right? The the original Hotep dudes, right? I grew up around that. So this is by no means an indictment to every black man. It's specific, okay? So those that know what time it is, those that got knowledge yourself, not talking to you. Sis, this is an L. Listen. This man put you on the summer jam screen, right? Your vulnerability out to the world, right? And you are fed to his followers, right? And in that comment section, hey, listen, the men already told you what they want. They told you what they don't want. Why are you asking them questions? They're getting their passports. You know what their preferences are. And that's cool. You have this idea in your head of a black utopia. I can tell. Let me tell you something. Automation. So you know what? His video is really deep. He goes into some other things. But the thing that I wanted to bring mention of here is he is being really hard on this young lady. He's being really hard on her, right? But that's what we need. That is what we need. That is what we need. I grew up in a home with a father, and I had to hear some hard, tough, tough truths growing up. When I talked about what it's like to be raised with a father, it's like the bone on the inside of the meat that just keeps you... Keeps you keeps you sturdy. That father's love, oh yeah, he'll 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 cuddle you, but he'll tell you some hard ass truths that it's up to you to have to f and listen to. This is part of the reason that I do the videos that I do. You see, these men—they're so twisted in their their mentality and rationale. Them thinks a woman like me not have father. They think I don't have a father. 
But no, motherfucker, you can tell that I do, goddamn, because of the sturdiness that exists inside of me. Because I'm not out here with, 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 with myself all vulnerable. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me, oh. Criticize me. Talk about my looks. Give me a rating from one to ten. You don't see me out here like that. I was raised in the home with a man. And they get it twisted. They think that I hate men. No, 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 no. I respect men. I respect men. That's why I respect what it is that men say. Like he said, they told you what their preference is. They told you where they want to go. Why are you up here begging these men? This is a hard truth that we as women need to hear. Get up off your knees, sis. Reconnaissance, this is the time for you to come up with another plan, babe, because that ain't working. All you're doing is being fodder for their feet so that they can show you how low you can go. They don't want a, a mate. They want a mat. And they're looking to see how low you can go, how, how, how flat you can make yourself underneath their feet because there's a different standard for you than there is for their preference. I once applied to the University of Michigan. At the time, they were in a huge scandal because they were giving black people credits for being black on the application because they wanted a diverse campus. And people were upset. Like, how dare you give them credits for being black? How dare you, right? But these black men are giving extra points and kudos for a person who has the oppressor's DNA. For you, you need to be in shape. This is what I'm saying. When people come to my page, and because I put up a, a picture yesterday, for those of you who ain't see it, oh, you're missing these nalgones. Let me tell you, the cheeks on your girl, I got my yams back. For those of you who don't know, I put a pic up on my Instagram page. Oh, my, my, my cheeks are back. Ah, let me tell you, they back. Because you know they were gone for a little while because I had released all of this this, 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 this weight, I gained all of this health, but oh, so here, here's the nalgones, you see that, oh, you ain't ready for all of that, oh, your girl, I've been doing my workout, you ain't ready for all of that, people come to my page talking about Kevin Samuels, and oh, Kevin Samuels must have got you to work out, and blah, 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 right, Kevin Samuels died in the arms of a plus-sized preference prostitute. There were people who tried to bring around some pictures of some young, stunning thing, but that wasn't the woman he died with. He died. I showed you who he died with. Go look at the video. Go look at the video. You can search my videos for his name and you'll see the video. He died in the arms of a plow. Pull it up right now. You know what? As a matter of fact, let me see if I can just do a search on Google and see if Google will return. Kevin Samuels plus size plus size prostitute. Let's see if it, if it has the videos here. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, Google don't play. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Here, let me pull this up for you all. This is the woman he died in the arms of right there. You see it on the side right here. With the fupa and all of that. They tried to pretend as if it was another girl, but no, 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 no. This was the one who posted the 911 call on her page. So when it comes to you, Black B, 
you need to be thin. You need to have your natural hair. Meanwhile, they don't like your natural hair. They just wish that your hair grew. They, they want it to be natural. They don't want it to be weave. They just wish that it grew with a different texture, a texture different than the one that he grows from his own damn head. But when it comes to you, you need to be svelte. You need to be slim. You need to be oily. You need to be well-mannered. You need to be washing his goddamn feet. Show me. Show me a motherfucking image of a, of a, of a preference or a, or a white woman on the internet showing how well she pampers her Kang by scrubbing his damn corny ass feet. Show me. You don't see the preferences doing this. You don't see them having to get down and bow down and have plates on top of their head while a man eats off of their damn back. That you over there like begging for a Scooby snack over there showing how low you can go. They, they, they don't have those requirements for the preference because they're giving them extra points for the oppressor's DNA. When it comes to you, you gotta be all this and that, but when it comes to them, you could be a plus-size prostitute. Yeah, yeah. You could be a plus-size prostitute, it's all right. Oh, you got oppressors DNA, you got, you got extra points for that, extra kudos. So where's you? You gotta jump through all of these hoops. I feel like I done talked too long. I done talked too long, let me get out of here. I didn't talk too long. You all, you all ain't hearing what it is that I'm saying. I'll check the apples to see if there's somebody out there who hears me and feels what it is that I'm saying. Let's let's see. Let's see. Let me go check. Let me pull these up right here. Ayana sends $5 and says, great content. Stay encouraged. Thank you. I appreciate that. Coffee Bean says, for knockout. Yes. I appreciate that. Sharon sends 444 and says, I'm only nice to men who deserve it. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So listen, for those spelling my name wrong, my name is T-O-N-Y-A-T-K-O. That's why some of you can't find me. You're spelling my name wrong. You're spelling my name wrong. You spell it wrong. So listen, on that note, I am going to let you all get out of here. I already told you my self-love lessons. Stay fast in your self-love, black woman, Nubian woman. Stay fast in your self-love because these people are trying to gaslight you as if you are the issue. But you see, they go from country to country wreaking havoc. There are some who have gotten married, right? How are those marriages going? Because we talk about that on the channel. Just because a person stays in a marriage doesn't mean they're happy in that marriage. You know what I'm saying? So listen, today, look, today we did the sponsors you all did you 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 came through and you represented here i'll show you we um we brought in today you all sponsored the video to the tune of 265 dollars so i appreciate that i appreciate that i appreciate that i appreciate it thank you thank you thank you thank you and so let's go ahead and let me refresh make sure we got everyone like i said you can also send them when i'm off air as well so we got everybody so let's go ahead and get out of here. I appreciate each and every one of you for coming out and participating in today's broadcast. Black woman, stay fast and stay true to yourself because these people will have you thinking that the problem is you. Go where you are celebrated, not merely tolerated. Come on. Hey, listen, I appreciate every one of you for coming out. Listen, thank you all so much. Go out there and love one another. Most importantly, love yourself. And part of loving yourself is maintaining and staying fast, too. Hey! Hey! Mm, mm. Hey! Stay fast. Support the content that supports you. Stay up on my videos. Make sure that you subscribe. 
Somebody says, I used to be a passport bro. What made you change? You can contact me on my website. Hey! I appreciate all of you for coming out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you in the next video. Tanya TKO, and I am out. Peace.